Hey sisters, this is a live recording from the Set Free Sisterhood group where we talked about checking in, how's everyone doing, but mainly the glamorizing of alcohol, mommy memes, home decor, and just the millions of dollars spent on marketing. I think you're going to find this super valuable today. Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute. Girl, get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. So yeah, I just want to just check in. I want you to think as I'm talking a little bit tonight and tell, be thinking about, you know, how, how you doing? How are you feeling? You know, how is this week different from day one or day two? I know that we had, you know, a little bit more engagement in the beginning, which is super normal. And we've had a few people that I hadn't seen in a while. I'm going to actually reach out to everyone um, that were participants and the rest of this week just check in and see how it's going because that's just the way it is life happens we get busy you know sometimes there's just a lot happening and a lot happening on facebook you know you get busy and there's a lot of obligations so think about that how's it going how are you feeling also think about what are you missing you know is there something that i didn't really cover that you would like to know more about was there just something that like you just felt was missing from this particular group of information as we've gone through the month and and what else you think you may need moving forward. You could be someone that's saying like, um, well, I've, I've done well, I haven't drank wine or I haven't drank beer, liquor, whatever it is, or I have a little bit, but I've done a really good job or I was able to take it away, take it away in the beginning, but I'm struggling now. Or I'm just really just, you could just be someone, look, I tried and this is just not working. And I just, I can't do this by myself. All of that is just okay. All right. Aaron says, I'm continuously feeling more present, more grounded, and more capable. I believe, will you tell us before you hop off where you are in your journey, Aaron? I think since we have spoken, you're probably around the... Are you five-ish months, maybe? I'm kind of thinking maybe that's it. Um, and I want to celebrate that because I'm going to be completely honest with you. It was, especially if you're someone who, <laughs> it's kind of weird comparing this to having a baby. But if you've been there and you've had a child, I remember thinking, oh my God, is my brain going to ever come back? Am I ever going to like, feel like a human and a woman again like what is going on in my body and about that six months is when things started like shifting after having a, 
I feel the same way after drinking that long. You know, you stop drinking, you start to remove it. Awesome, Erin, about four and a half months. And then Michelle jumps on, I'm 27 days. Woo-woo! Good job, girl. So, um, I just want to give you encouragement that if you're at that stage, and we've educated on this earlier, right? We talked about pause. We talked about all the things that might be going on to understand that. Just because we take it away doesn't mean we have this, you know, just sunshine and rainbows and all this stuff. It is, it's just going to take time. And about that six month mark is where I can really look and say, you know, I get it. I really get it. There's more clarity. Um, my body was functioning better. My brain was functioning better. And what I will say that I want you to really hang on to and to look forward to is it just keeps getting better. It just keeps getting better. I'm over two years now, and it's just like every month, it's just better and better. I'm wiser. I'm smarter. I feel more present. I feel more capable. I have more confidence. I'm able to learn more. I'm able to give more and serve more. I'm able to honor my body doing that cycle syncing. I'm telling y'all, that has been huge for me. I didn't know about any of that stuff till I got to doing this journey. Like I didn't do that before. And now I can really honor myself and need know when I need to rest. And I know when I need to do these things. So I've become a little bit of a recluse, struggling to juggle everything about life. 37 days. Okay, that is awesome. Congratulations on 37 days, Jade. And I hear you. There was a season where I needed to do that. We need to step back. And when I did it, it wasn't 2020. <laughs> so I'm sure that going through this and dealing with the stuff that we're dealing with this year in 2020 with all the weirdness and the just not being able to do a lot of stuff just because and with outside of our control is that is okay. What I don't want you to do is to just sit there and stew in it, so to speak. I don't know if that's just a Southern term that might, may or may not make sense to you. Hey, Angel. But understand that that's part of it. So that's great. And you know what's awesome that I've noticed about you, Jade, is that you share and you, you tell us this stuff. Because this is the stuff that when I hear you say it, I can say, yes, girl, me too. I was there. And so can the other ones that have gone before you. And I think that's the value in the community. And that's why this is so important to me and to have this community because we are going to, our, our journeys are different, but there are so many things in this journey that are super, super similar. Okay. So I want you to be thinking about that. And I just want to chat a little bit about some things I've seen out in the world and that I have, um, uh, some statistics I've looked up. So We'll kind of shift into that, and then if you missed the beginning of this, hey, Jennifer, you can go back and watch um, kind of what we were just chatting about. But I want to ask you, I know you've seen it, um, but I just want to tell you about an experience that I had. Um, I know you've seen the decor, right? All the, the wall art and the napkins. If you noticed before I started this live, I posted the photos in the group of all these, like, I mean, you can purchase decor to hang in your house or these cute wine racks or these little hand towels. Um, I remember receiving a gift one year at Christmas. It was a hand towel that said, uh, it said, wine is the answer. What was the question? And it was a hand towel, you know, things like that. I remember in most of my life, 
that was just kind of like not a big deal or actually I kind of laughed at it or I giggled and I was like oh that's cute and then they had um you know ooh, that's a neat little wine rack and I would think like where would I want to put that in the house or you know hanging the little towel or hanging the little shelf and all this stuff and I remember when I started to well when I decided to quit drinking this was even before I actually did, and I was really struggling. I remember one day shopping at TJ Maxx and walking down an aisle and just, like, feeling a physical response to seeing all this decor in there. It, like, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, everywhere you turn around, and that's part of the brain, which I've taught about and I'm going to teach more about, but... Especially because I was focusing on it, my brain was searching for any evidence it could find in relation to wine. And it was even trying to convince me that it was normal and that, that it was fine, right? It was like, oh, well, why are, you want, why are you wanting to stop drinking? Look, everybody else does. Look at all this stuff. They sell things. They have stuff that you can put on your kitchen table and on your wall. Like, why wouldn't you want it? And these cute little napkins you give away as gifts and all that. So... That's just a layer of the conditioning that we have in this, in this culture that we're in. So we have this, and then we have um, the conditioning in the movies, the TV, the commercials. You know, I don't know if you said, I've actually talked to one of you about this. Um, we were talking about movies one weekend, and I was saying, hey, this is a great funny movie, but if, it, if you're triggered still... Because I remember in my early days that even if I watched a movie, it would spark this um, craving and this trigger to drink. Because they were. And, and, and what I was seeing projected into my mind was this is fun and this is enjoyable. And um, you're going to, I want to do that, right? Um, yes, Christmas is coming and we're going to get into that. I think what I'm going to do in November, totally side note, I thought about this today is really in November into my teaching, not doing something quite as structured or, you know, long as this, but I'm going to really start talking about how to handle family situations and food as the holidays come, because I think that's huge for all of us. I don't care where you are on your journey, whether you drink or not, it's big. So, so TVs, commercials. Um, I see in Tina, I watched a movie one day with my um, daughter and it was kind of like a scary movie, but it was very teenage based. The parties and the teenagers were having and they were passing out and all the other things that, that were layered into it. The movie that triggered me big time was um, The Greatest Showman. By far, I think that is probably at least my one of my top two favorite movies. And now it doesn't bother me at all, but I remember the drinking scene in there. And it, it was huge for me. Like, I think the first time I saw it, I, I hope if I think I remember that correctly. I don't remember what year that was when it came out, but that was big. Um, <clears throat> and so we see it all the time. So what I want to tell you is, is that it is, it is layered, layered, stacked culturally in conditioning in our, in our culture, which that was a bunch of words, but basically if you're struggling because it's everywhere, I got you. I got you, girl. I know it is ridiculous. It's in our face and our friends laugh about it and they share memes about it. And I guarantee you, if you have people that you have been um, drinking buddies with or they, you know, they're maybe in it and they don't know that you're trying to change this lifestyle 
or that you're working towards it or it's going to be hard because they think it's funny too. And until you get to a place where it is just not serving you and it's not funny anymore, you people don't people aren't going to pick up on it. So I just want you to be aware of that. You know, I don't have any desire to go out and like like have a like anti anti mommy meme alcohol, you know, strike. You know, I'm not going to carry a sign. I'm just saying that like that's the kind of stuff that gets me moved at this point in my life because I know that deep down women are hurting and they're dying and they're losing their families and it can get to about, it doesn't have to get that way, but I, I just want to say that like that stuff's real and I see that it's in your face and we want to be aware of it. And if it is a trigger, you need to be aware of it too because that's what happens. You're all fine and good. Let's just say you're, you're, you're moving and grooving. You've been 27 days, 37 days. You've been chilling out, doing really good. You sit down and relax one weekend. Maybe you're at your cycle where you're just, there's some kind of stuff going on. Maybe you have some emotional stuff going on. You're trying to relax and you sit down and you watch a movie and they glamorize drinking. Well, I guarantee you that it's going to do something in your brain and it's just going to make it that much harder to resist. Not that you can't, but I'm just warning you. That's all I'm saying because I've been there. I've even watched a movie recently. That's what I was trying to say a while ago. <clears throat> Let me get these comments real quick. Yeah, Christmas is here. And then, yeah, I remember seeing a water bottle saying, I wish this was wine. Can we get an emoji eye roll here? Come on. And you know what's so funny about that? funny not funny that's kind of my new saying now is I would bet <clears throat> that the women who really buy into that stuff and they think that's funny are on the verge of their bottom whatever that bottom looks like I would put money on it because people who don't have an issue with wine or don't have an issue with that don't even like care does that make sense can y'all can you understand that does that make sense to you if if you don't have a problem and I, I put I want to put problem in quotations and very very gentle if you don't have a questionable relationship with how you feel with wine you just don't give a crap you don't care about promoting it. You don't care about the memes. You probably don't even see the decor in the in the TJ Maxx. You just don't care. You just go out once a month and you have a glass. Or you might have one once a week with your husband on Friday night because that's your steak night. Or, you know, you get together with girlfriends every quarter and y'all get silly and you have two or three glasses. Like, those women don't care and they're not who I'm talking to. They're not struggling. But the ones that are... They're the ones that think it's just funny and they use that to make themselves feel better. And I'm not saying anything bad about them because it's really their ego and their unconscious mind that's allowing that to happen because if they promote it and if they think it's funny, then that means it's okay. That's what they're able to do. Yes. Y'all with me? All right. I could get I could get up on all that like when I start talking about that, it just it fires me up. All right, so let's get a little serious. <clears throat> In my research, <clears throat> I have researched, this is from various articles and newspapers and studies from um, 
you know, it wasn't some bogus study. These were, I, I cannot give you the exact references right now because I typed these notes up a few weeks ago. But here we go. Alcohol is attributed to 2.8 million deaths annually. Yeah, Michelle used to say, I used to be able to overlook all the drinking triggers. I can remember not even liking wine. Yes, honestly, before I go here, y'all, I just did a podcast and it's not out yet. It's probably going to come out mm, this maybe the end of this week. And it's about how I actually made myself learn to drink red wine. It is ranked as the seventh leading risk factor for premature death and disability worldwide in 2016 and was the leading cause for people's death ages 15 to 49. Sales have increased globally since the pandemic. U.S. has seen a sales increase by 27%, while one in eight Australians admit to drinking daily. And marketing says drink responsibly. What the heck does that even mean? Um, yes, more since COVID, Clarissa says. And I think it was just in March, because I think this was another stat that I'm doing on a podcast, um, March was since the previous March, it was 57% increase in alcohol sales. Crazy. But I understand it. I get it. I get it. I, it would have been me. A few years ago, it would have been me, y'all. Um, the World Health Organization states that there is no safe level for alcohol consumption. While we're on this point, let me just tell you, I also am doing a podcast that literally talks about really truly the safe uh, amount of wine and I always say wine but y'all know what I mean if it's five ounces of wine they're talking one ounce of liquor uh I don't know how much beer that is seven ounces maybe something like that wine is just sort of like the easy kind of neutral conversation but the deal is is that the, they say and there's nothing like healthy. You know, there's always these articles that we used to watch. They talked about healthy. Well, in a nutshell, I'll go to it a little bit deeper in the podcast. But the reason why they say that is because it has Reservatrol in it. And y'all have heard of that. But you know what's funny is like to have a benefit of that um, supplement or that um, the Reservatrol to have that, you have to drink like... 20 liters of wine to get one gram. So what they're saying is, um, take a supplement if you want that. And if you want the health benefits, that what that does, there's plenty of other supplements that give it to you. So at the end of the day, one five ounce glass of wine per day is safe. It's still not beneficial and it still can lead to other issues, but that's just what they're saying when they're saying safe, okay? Now, I don't know about you. I'm going to go ahead and raise my hand. Well, five ounces? What in the hay? Nobody drinks five ounces. I mean, maybe in the store or in the uh, restaurant when you pay for it. Maybe they measure it, but I thought it was six there. No way. I poured that big old fat. Remember the Olivia Pope conversation of scandal? I mean, she had to drink that big old glass. Mm -mm. Nobody does that. You, you're kidding me. All right. Why does alcohol get a pass in society while most other drugs are looked down upon? Good question. Well, it's because it's legal. For some reason, when things are legal, we just give them a free pass. Oh, it's well, it's legal, so it's no big deal, right? You know, it's just like having a conversation if somebody says, Hey, 
you know, you want me to buy you a drink? And they're like, oh, no, I'm not drinking right now. And they're like, what? It's like if somebody's like, hey, you want to hit a cocaine? Oh, no, I'm not doing it right now. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't be. I mean, it's like so stupid. Just because it's legal doesn't mean anything. Or like, oh, my God, why are you not doing drugs this weekend? Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I know this is kind of like off the cuff kind of crazy, but I just wanted to, to share some of the stuff because really, like, it's really serious, but yet it's so dumb. We get so lured into this stuff. Culture, we just talked about it. It glamorizes it. We romanticize it and give it a spin rather than a drug. It's the answer to all our issues. Another reason that it's um, it gets a pass, it's money. Money, alcohol sales number in the hundreds of billions per year. Budweiser spends $34 million annually on advertising during the Super Bowl. $34 million just in the Super Bowl. Crazy. Any questions? I know this was just kind of like some info thrown at you. It is crazy. So crazy. And you know what's crazier is that when we're in this mess, when we're in it, we're not researching this stuff. This came later for me. This and a lot of people that they do choose to quit and they just quit and they're happy. I have I have a client that she has been quit for almost three years and she's just quiet about it. That was her personal journey. She's alcohol free. She's very much just happy. Her husband occasionally has a drink and it's fine. That is fine. Everybody's journey is just great. But I knew in my gut and a calling, I knew that this was what I was designed to do, to be able to share and tell as many as people I could just to open our eyes a little bit. Just to open our eyes. You wish they were taught in school. You know, I remember back in school, I remember somebody coming in when I was younger, so... I'm 45 because I don't think they do this anymore. And I have to ask my children. I know they really focus on the bullying stuff. I know they do the drug-free week. But I don't think that they come in anymore. But I remember com somebody coming in and, and specifically speaking about drugs. And it might have been the, like, drug uh, red, red Ribbon, ribbon Week. <laughs> Gosh, y'all. It was all about drugs. You're right, Jade. They don't talk about this stuff. You know, maybe that's... Maybe that's a place for me. I don't know. I'm open. I am so open to what the Lord has for me and where he wants me to go. I mean, I would love to go into schools and have this conversation and speak to teenagers and let them know the, the reality of the stuff. You know, who, know, who knows that my opportunity may, may come up. Yeah, I think this week was just to kind of share what was going on, just to kind of give you these stats. Oh, yeah, I was just talking about how you just don't look for this stuff until you're past it, until you're beyond it. Now, I know for me in the beginning, um, and then I'll start to, I'm going to wind this down just a couple more minutes. I know in the beginning for me was I knew the spiritual side of things, and I knew that I wanted to change I knew that I need to uh, learn to grow and shift my mindset and do all this stuff. But I really, really wanted to know more. I did. I wanted to know, like, are there other people dealing with this? Is, you know, like, what, like what's, the, what's the deal here? Like, how did, 
how did I get here, so to speak? Like, what's the reason that I happened to be that one that was lured into this for such a long period of time? How come I didn't see this stuff? And so that's when I started digging. Ours, obviously, doors started opening, and that's why I'm here. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout-outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.